Okay, so welcome uh, once again. This is Leftist Labor History, and my name is Nate, and I'm the host. This is uh, kind of a bonus episode. Um, if, if you've watched the other episodes, and everything is clicking fine, and you are keeping up just fine, may not be a, a, a real good reason to watch this one. Um, but if, if you're new to Marxism, or if, you know, something is, is kind of leaving you a little bit confused about the last couple of episodes, then uh, watch this. Hopefully this will clarify some things. And uh, what I'm, what I'm, the way I'm going to go about it is I want to back up a little bit and talk about historical materialism and explain what that is because I think that that's kind of the underlying framework that I'm using in my interpretation of this particular history and that is the the method that Marx used um, so let's talk about that a little bit let's clarify that and then hopefully hopefully that will help this sink in a little bit more so let's talk about dialectics right so what is a dialectic um, Georg Hegel, a German philosopher, came up with the idea of dialectics, and um, I've never read Hegel, I confess, but uh, Marx used this idea of the dialectic to come up with his analysis of capitalism. And so what is it? Basically, a dialectic applies to a system that contains contradictions within itself. So this is an alternative to a system which kind of in which all the parts are working together harmoniously. So kind of enlightenment thought was was more along the lines of this uni, unified system of 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 harmony and order. You know Adam Smith uh, who wrote Wealth of Nations, um, published in 1776. Marx is responding to the classical economists such as. Smith. And Adam Smith was a religious person, and he believed that capital P providence would guide humanity's, you know, best efforts towards the best possible outcome, basically. So his worldview is that, you know, God is, is going to look out for us. Um, you know, the, the universe and society is, is a system of order and harmony. Um, and then Hegel and Marx are saying, no, society is, is rife with contradictions. And so the dialectic is this idea. It's, it's an idea for how a system changes over time. So basically you have a thesis. That's kind of your starting point. Then you have an antithesis. And so that's, that's the um, opposing viewpoint or the opposing position and the thesis and the antithesis, the thesis and the antithesis resolve into a synthesis, and then the synthesis becomes the new thesis, and this process kind of begins again. So for Marx, this is very important because the primary driver of history is is class conflict. There's, you know, these opposing forces, the the bourgeoisie and the proletariat. And that conflict is what is, is, you know, creating the, these cycles of history.
it lines up you know, pretty well with a lot of the stuff that I've studied. I think it applies very well to labor history in particular, where there is, you know, class conflict. And so this idea of the dialectic really lends a lot of explanatory power to history and allows us to kind of make sense of of what might seem paradox, paradoxical or contradictory. So if something that I'm explaining sounds, you know, if there's, if there's something that kind of sounds contradictory, uh, it probably is. So the dialectical materialism that Marx uses is a really good analytical framework to understand conflict within society and the way that those conflicts drive change. I believe I've mentioned this before, but materialism is, um, like a materialist interpretation of history or if society is focused mostly, primarily, on the material conditions of society. So basically, dialectical materialism, all it means is that you're using an analysis that focuses on class conflict. It's just a fancy way of saying that. So let's, let's, let's take an example um, to hopefully clear this up a little bit. So in the, in the last episode I did, in, uh, talking about Reconstruction, I talked a lot about free labor ideology. And this, this actually fits the dialectic pretty well, right? So the thesis is slave labor, right? Slave labor had opposition throughout but by the 1800s, by about the mid-1800s, when the Republican Party is forming, um, they needed to latch on to an antithesis, which was free labor. So here's our dialectic in the mid-1800s going into the Civil War. The thesis is slave labor. The antithesis is free labor. Both of these things are existing in the same system which is capitalism, right? So you're not gonna see a fully emancipatory scheme of labor. And that's what, that's what the Reconstruction episode is, is really all about, is how those things came into a synthesis. And what we see is, yes, in fact, so free labor um, ideology, while it may have some roots in this Jeffersonian agrarian ideal, where people are independent producers and are not selling their labor to capitalists, for instance. But the point is, is that you have this ideology, you have this system called free labor, ostensibly where people are free, right? People are, people have their liberty, people are liberated. But in fact, what we see in the South is um, black codes forcing black people to work um, and in many cases still enslaving them through, you know, the, the loophole in the 13th Amendment that allows slavery as punishment for crime. In the North, you're seeing more and more people um, go into wage labor. And, and we're going to see in the next episode, in the Gilded Age, how exploitative and and frankly, violent wage labor was during th that era.
And I think, uh, you know, coming to terms with these contradictions in the past help us to better analyze the contradictions that are in our contemporary society and to make sense of things and to, you know, kind of understand the ways in which we have these opposing viewpoints that can still be, you know, that are still subsumed under the overarching system. It's not heroes and villains. It's this party has one plan for neoliberal capitalism, and this party has a different plan for neoliberal capitalism. Anyway, I hope that this clarified things a little bit. I hope this was useful, and um, I'm happy to elaborate more if there are questions. Um, I hope that was helpful. Stick around for uh, the Gilded Age episode. Okay, bye.